Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. Today we have a small taste, an appetizer, a short snippet of one of Jeremy's recent teachings covering the key point or key doctrine from that sermon. It's a short, easy to digest, and encouraging sample from a bigger lesson. We hope you enjoy it. Context of the Passover again. Moses said to the people, what? Remember this day in which you went out from Egypt from the house of slavery, for by a powerful hand the Lord brought you out from this place, and nothing leavened shall be eaten. What did that signify? Remember, they didn't, at the Passover, the night of the, they were supposed to not take any leavened bread, unleavened, unleavened bread, unleavened bread out, right? No leaven could go with them, okay? Because leaven was symbolic of what? Sin. And the, the idea of the Exodus was that Egypt was the world of Satan and it was a sinful kingdom. And God was taking them out of that, okay? And so they were no longer to, to be like they were in Egypt. And they certainly were never supposed to go back to Egypt, which is what they proceed to want to do. Would you take us out here in the wilderness to kill us, Moses? Let's just go back to Egypt. Remember, they always want to go back to Egypt. Um, but they are a picture of a, a nation that is basically saved. Okay, coming out of Egypt, saved from the power and penalty of sin. And so they're not to go back. And this feast was to commemorate God's work of delivering them from the penalty of sin, the leaven of Egypt, right? And setting them free. And so it was a teaching device. What do you do? Uh, you, you, you grow up as a young man or woman. You, you get married and, and you start having children. And then and they, you go to the Feast of Passover and you've got this lamb and it's unblemished. It's one year old. It's a male. You keep it, set it aside for so many days to make sure there's nothing wrong with it. And then you slaughter it, right? And you take the blood and you put it where? You put it over the door, right? And the little... Boy or girl, the little kid says, what are we doing, Mommy? What are we doing, Daddy? And, and they, then they tell the story, right? About how God delivered our nation out of Egypt. He separated us from the sin of Egypt. And he set us free to live new lives for the glory of God, right? And, and you're teaching them this, okay? And all along, you're embedding in them this idea that here's this innocent animal, this innocent animal has done nothing wrong, and yet it's being slaughtered, okay? And what does that mean? You know, what, what's all this blood and, and all of this? And, of course, it's atonement, right? Substitutionary blood atonement. The, that lamb was dying for the oldest male son in the family. And, and so it's a substitutionary blood atonement that's being made. And so the Passover was to memorialize all this, right? So that little children and parents, would, they would all come back to it and they would remember every year, every year, come back and remember. And then in the New Testament, of course, this is taken and it is now what we call the Lord's Supper, right? And we're to keep this. Why? For the same reason, <laughs> to remember. Now, what is the big deal? I mean, remember is really the key word to the whole thing. Well, turn to Judges, chapter 3. Actually, I'll just take you to chapter 2 because I can give you a summary well, we have a summary before us here in Judges chapter 2 of the whole book of Judges. Judges is a, a series of cycles that Israel goes through, okay, over and over, you know, 
They'll rebel against God. God will send oppression from their enemies. Then they'll start groaning, right? Crying, wah, 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 life is so hard. And God will show compassion and compassion and pity, and He will deliver them by giving them a judge to rescue them. And then they do the whole thing again, okay? And so it's these cycles, it's five things. So there's a good summary here in chapter 2, uh, verse, I think it starts in verse 11 or so. Then the sons of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. There's step one. And they served the Baals, and they forsook the Lord. Now look at that. They forsook. You're going to see this word and the word forgot repeatedly in the book of Judges. Either they forsook the Lord or they forgot the Lord. And they forsook the Lord the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. I mean, look what he did for them. They're supposed to remember that, right? Passover is to commemorate him bringing them out of Egypt. And instead, they followed other gods from among the gods of the peoples who were around them, and they bowed themselves down to them, and thus they provoked the Lord to anger. And so there it is again. They forsook the Lord, see it? Which means they abandoned him. And they served Baal and the Ashtaroth. And the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he gave them into the hands of plunderers who plundered them, their enemies, and he sold them into the hands of their enemies around them so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. And whenever, wherever they went, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had spoken and as the Lord had sworn to them, so that they were severely distressed. So this is the cycle, right? They do evil, they forsake the Lord. God sends their enemies to oppress them, right? And then, verse, they're going to cry out, verse 16 says, Then the Lord raised up judges who delivered them from the hands of those who plundered them. Yet they did not listen to their judges, for they played the harlot after other gods and bowed themselves down to them. They turned aside quickly from the way in which their fathers had walked in obeying the commandments of the Lord. They did not do as their fathers. When the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge and delivered them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge, for the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning. So there's the groaning which stimulated God to send a judge, right? Because of those who oppressed and afflicted them. But it came about when the judge died, what'd they do? They would turn back and act more corruptly than their fathers in following other gods to serve them and bow down to them. They did not abandon their practices or their stubborn ways. So the anger of the Lord burned against Israel and, and so forth. And this is just, this is actually a summary of the whole book of Judges here in chapter 2, verse 11 to about verse 20 or so, that shows you those five steps in the cycle. Why am I showing you this? Because <laughs> between the time of Moses and the Exodus and this time in Judges, guess how many times they celebrated Passover? On one hand, I can count them. How many times? Four. So what happened? If, if Passover was given to remember, and they only kept it four times in about 70 years, what's going to happen? Forget. Thank you for joining us today on Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. If you found the lesson insightful, please consider subscribing below so that you don't miss any additional teachings from Jeremy. And if you're looking for additional resources or additional formats, links are in the description below. But above all, we want you to be encouraged and exhorted by the very Word of God. We hope that Jeremy is opening it up to you in a way that makes it even more understandable.
than what you've known in the past. So until next time, take care.